great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chewable-sized episodes? Well, I think you are. So let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Thriving Thursday of the Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. And today, oh gosh, I met this amazing woman when I was doing one of the most fearful things of my life, which was public speaking. And she was up there sharing her story and it was just so empowering. And (laughs) we've since connected. She had me at hello. So say hello to Gabby (laughs) 1B Mamone. Thank you, Inc. What a beautiful opening. But I'll tell you something that really resonated me today with that opening. The guest that we have All today right. was in reference to the event yes, that you just mentioned. I knew it. And I, 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 God, God, you know. I didn't even right? think about that. But subconscious, right? Subconscious, maybe oh, that's it. Subconscious yeah. mind just yeah, came maybe, out. And you maybe. even used the word fearless. Fearless, bro. Right? <laughs> So isn't that amazing? So that's what I picked up on. So to the listeners, you're probably wondering, what are these two ladies nattering about? And here's the story. We met several years ago at an event called Fearless Voices. Mm -hmm. And we both spoke. We both shared our story. And when I heard Nketchi speak, I was like, man, I got to get to know this girl. She needs to be in my circle. And I want to be in hers because of the massive impact that uh, you had on everyone, including myself. And what was also amazing was uh, the organizers. One of the two organizers is an amazing a wonderful human mm. who has become a very good friend of mine and ours named John Rivera. And John is like this guru of rapport <laughs> of building. Everything. Because he built rapport with us. And he built he we built rapport with him. And look where we are years later doing a podcast together with him as our guest on season four. Talking about so- building rapport. Oh my god, that rhymes. Season four, building it. rapport. <laughs> okay. Having fun. Okay, so we want to get to the guest because that's, so that's the significance of our guest today. John is an amazing, amazing rapport builder. He brought us together. John, we're so grateful. Welcome to Thriving Thursdays. Thank you. Wow. I'm like, where do I even go from here? <laughs> you just drink, just drink the energy juice. Just drink the energy juice. So I'm gonna throw, I'm, dr- I'm gonna I'm throw, the I'm, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw out a question right now. Okay. Sure. Um, the last couple of years, and, and you know, we're going into a third year. You know, um, mm-hmm. of this quarantine, isolation, COVID, like all of this stuff, the virtual world, and and changing the way we connect with each other and how we show up for one another. There's nothing. There's so many people that think that rapport building isn't possible in this type of environment. Maybe, maybe two years in, they're into it now. But you know, what have you learned? in this season of life that we're in that's really taken sort of your your teachings or your thoughts around rapport building up a notch and and what have you uncovered as possible in this type of season that we're in 
Yeah, no, great question. And, you know, for, for those of you that think we can't build rapport in this type of environment, shame on you, that's BS, right? Mm. So that is a mindset and a way of thinking. And the truth is, you know, I've been able to build and, and establish, even before this whole COVID thing, uh, build relationships online with people. Yeah. And, you know, if I were to go back many, many years ago, before the, even the internet was around, there used to be something called pen pals, right? So for, for the youngins that are out there, you know, kind of listening in, you could build relationships with people from outside your country via paper and pen. So, you know, growing up, before the internet thing blew up, I had a pen pal in Spain and actually I got to meet her uh, many years later because I ended up doing a road trip through Spain and just connecting with her. And um, it it really came down to just being able to offer some value. And what I mean by value, just being yourself, being genuine, being sincere, but also coming from a place of giving and Inc and, and Gabby, you guys, the reason I brought you guys onto my stage at fearless voices at the time was because I saw so much value in you that I wanted to share it with my own personal audience. And when you guys both connected, like you, you both got on stage, the, the crowd was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I still remember your speech, Gabby. It, you know, I'm still laughing about every time I think about the, 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 <laughs> the, the furniture, plastic wrap the on furniture, the chair. The plastic the on the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking of all that stuff. And, and those are all things that have resonated with me and things that have stuck with me that come from a rapport building type of perspective, right? And the truth is, it, it comes from you. And you know, the, one of the things we talk about in your, your line is you matter. It comes from you and, and being in, and coming from a place where you want to honestly give to the world to make it a better place. So it doesn't matter if you're online, in person, because even people in person are really bad at rapport building because it's all mm. about them and it's not about the other person. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you're online or offline, It really comes down to what's your intention that you bring with you when you connect with somebody new. And the one thing, you know, there's a line that resonates for me and it's something I picked up from my neuro-linguistic programming class is you treat the other person like they are the most interesting Mm. person in the world and you want to know everything about them. Mm. And if you treat people like they are the most interesting things or people in the world, you're going to come at it from a very different place. You know, and the one thing that's really worked for me and especially even through this COVID, you know, this this era epic i don't even know what you want to call it but during this last two years has really come down to um it's come down to what do i really want to know around what do i want to know about the people i'm associating with and connecting and how can i really learn more about them not just at a super at a, a superficial level at a high level i want to know what drives them as people and one of the tools that i use for rapport building is just asking questions it's a very 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 basic tool just ask questions. It's not about you. And, you know, I, I've had the opportunity of interviewing. It's one of the things that I do. I interview people for roles and it's all about asking questions so you can get to know them to see if they're a good fit for your organization, a good fit for your culture, a good fit for the work that you want them to do. And that comes through asking questions. So it's not about you talking. It's about them talking. And when you give them that space and that opportunity to feel, you know, to, to feel safe, and this is, you know, that's the other thing to rapport building is giving people an environment where they feel safe, where they can actually share with you without being, or, or feel like they're going to be judged. Mm-hmm. And this is where, you know, that's where you really start to make yeah. that connection with people. And it doesn't matter if it's COVID or if it's not COVID, if you don't make people feel safe or you, you or people get the sense that they're being judged Mm. then that's when they're not going to be open with you and then that's how you're never going to be able to build rapport with them 
That's powerful. So it's something to be in- incredibly cautious about is, am I feeling, or am I making this environment safe enough for the person to really express themselves and be themselves? And actually that's the one thing I get as a feedback as a speaker is, you know, the one thing you're able to do is make us feel really comfortable mm. and you'll make us do crazy things. And you know that I, I make people jump and I make people <laughs> stand like superheroes. And I, I make people yell out, I am, I am. Um, only because they, they know that they're in a space where they don't feel judged. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if we all lived in a life where we didn't feel judged by the people around us, we would be very different We'd people. Be more express- and We'd be more expressive. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's part of rapport building, right? Mm-hmm. You give people an opportunity to just be themselves. When people get to be themselves, they open themselves up, and this is where you really start to build that relationship. You start to build rapport from a from a way that you've never been able to do it before. And this is the one thing, the gift that both you ladies have is exactly that. You bring people into a space where we feel incredibly comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I use both of you as models in terms of how I connect and. and reach out to people because you guys are incredibly sincere, incredibly genuine, incredibly good. And this is where I feel the people that are out there listening to this podcast right now is you just, you need to be genuinely you, but come from a place where you're not going to be judging other people. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and this isn't something that I've, I haven't always been this way. This is something, something I've had learn. to learn it along becomes, with. It becomes a habit, yeah. right? We create those yeah. habits. Gabby, I see you leaning. What What's coming up for you? One of the reasons uh, that I feel John is so non-judgmental and such a strong rapport builder is because John, I feel you're incredibly empathetic. Mm-hmm. And would you agree that that is a main quality for someone that maybe wants to build stronger rapport? Should they work on their empathy? Yeah, no, absolutely. And actually I, I was just reading a study recently. The one thing that has shown up during COVID is that people are more empathetic towards their colleagues through towards their family towards the people around them the one thing that's gone down is people's understanding and frustration with work right because one of the areas that i work in is inside of these companies to to really help reshape culture because that's the one thing that's really changing right now throughout this whole pandemic Um, if you want to keep people on your team as leaders if you're a leader listening to this podcast right now and if you want to keep people inside your organization empathy they have empathy for their colleagues they don't feel like they're getting that empathy from their leaders. Mm-hmm. And because they're not, they're not sticking around inside those organizations. And this is why we have this the great resignation happening right mm-hmm. now is because people aren't feeling that. They're not feeling, you know, I'm, I'm going to use this word, but they're not feeling the love, right? So as you're going to build, you know, rapport with your the people within your organization, people within your team, even people within your own family, empathy is, is key to that. Absolutely, Gabby. So I have a, a yeah. follow-on question to that then. As mm-hmm. people, big resignation means that they're going somewhere, mm-hmm. they're either starting their own business or they're going somewhere to find another <laughs> role. So let's just say somebody in a situation where they're going for an interview. Mm-hmm. As part of the interview, how do you know that you, oh, I've landed an empathetic, an empathetic leader? Because typically you're being interviewed probably by a leader um, or mm-hmm. someone who's going to lead you in the organization from a title perspective I'm talking about. Um, so what are some things that they can ask or they can look out for um, to really pinpoint that this is a space and a place where they can thrive? Yeah, no, absolutely. So one of the things is just kind of determining how much of, a conver- how much of the conversation are they controlling? Mm-hmm. Right. One of my measures, you know, in a, for me, and I use the 80-20 rule when it comes to interviews or just connecting with people. Uh, my 80-20 rule is the person on the other side of the table should be speaking 80% of the time. 
Yeah. That is actually basic rapport building is 80% of the time when I meet somebody new, it's not about me. It's about them and just learning about them, understanding them, and just kind of getting into their heads by asking some really good questions. So if you are in an interview and you are being interviewed by a leader inside of an organization, how much time are they spending talking about themselves and how much time is really about you? Mm-hmm. And that gives you a really good indication in terms of what culture is going to be like as well. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not listening to you and they're rushing you through questions and they just want to talk about themselves or they want to talk about, um, you know, things within the role, which is fine, that's normal. But if they're not giving you an opportunity to, to share your stories, they're not giving you an opportunity to really express and get through to the end of a story. And there's preparation as, as an interviewee, you need to do preparation going in so you're not dragging things on. But you definitely want to have that space where you're feeling like you're being heard. Mm. And you can tell, like you, you can just see it through their body language. You can see it through their eye movements, especially on video. The only thing we have is the visual in front of us. Mm-hmm. So how are they responding? How are they reacting? Are they picking up a phone? Are they looking at something else on their, their, their screen? Like where's their attention going? Mm-hmm. And if the attention's on you, then you know that when something happens inside that organization and you need to go to somebody for support or for help, they're going to be there for you because mm-hmm. they've already shown you that in that very first interaction with them. Mm-hmm. So these are oh, like yeah. just some of the things that you need to kind of be aware of as you're going through that process. But yeah, you, you can tell. And, and then if, 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 <laughs> if they're talking about themselves the whole time, get out of there. You don't want to be there because when things happen, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a very good indication of what that culture is going to be like. Cause one of the questions I ask all my coaches to, to ask uh, interviewers is what's your company culture like? Yeah. yeah. Or what's the, what, what's the part that you love about going into work every day? I like that. Yeah. That's a great question. And if, and if they can't answer that question or if they don't give you, or you can sense they don't give you a They don't give you a media yeah, answer. They don't give you a media or an answer that really yeah. connects to your heart. I think that that's key. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. No. Absolutely. So yeah, I know things to think about as you're, you're going through, you're building rapport with people on the other side of the table um, if, if, if it's about you and really bringing you onto their team, what are they spending time on with you? Mm-hmm. So, and you'll know, right? So, yeah. and it's a dialogue, it's a conversation. That's the way I think all successful conversations should be is back and forth. But if you really want to learn about somebody, and even if you're going to a networking event, and I'm sure you guys did it too, when you first met, is you guys bombarded each other with a whole bunch of questions. You admired what you guys were talking about, but then you took it and you grew it outside of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. And here we are, I don't know, three years later, we're all together <laughs> on a call because of the rapport that we all built with each other yes. and we connected yeah. and we, we, we brought each other into each other's circles mm-hmm. because of what we're able to do together. Yes. So, I and, love that. Yeah, I, I think it's amazing. Oh, I love that. And before we wrap up, I just want to quickly touch on building rapport on the phone. And I ask this mm-hmm. because I recently, just this week, made an appointment for my mom, a medical appointment, and I called, and the lady answered the phone. She said, thank you for calling, you know, place X, please hold, and she put me on hold, and I didn't even have a chance to say hi, and I'm sure we've been through that before, all of us, and it's kind of like she closed the door to build rapport with me, a potential customer, before Mm -hmm. I even had a chance to say hi, and so, uh, you know, John, just quickly, if you can tell us, when someone's calling someone, how do you quickly build rapport on the phone when you're on a quick time restraint, you've got an agenda of why you're calling, but how do you do it in a quick and efficient manner? 
Yeah, I know. And this is great because I've been actually, I, I was just in the middle of a move and there's been a bunch of conversations I've had to have on a phone because of moving services and things. And the one thing I do personally, as I'm the caller reaching in, uh, reaching out to these organizations is I'll, I'll stop them and say, hi, how are you doing? Um, what's your name? Like very, very basic things because everybody's nice. rush, 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 rush. Everybody's trying to get through everything really quickly. I'm like, let's just take three seconds, five seconds, just to say hello to one another and to talk to, to, to speak to each other by name. Just that alone changes the tone of the conversation, right? It's like, oh, you're addressing me like a person, not just somebody who's on the other side of the phone. That's like, yeah, I am treating you like a person. And I will use the name several times throughout the conversation, A, to remind myself who I'm speaking to, right. but also to acknowledge that this is who you are and this is who I want to speak to because I know you're the person who's going to be able to solve my problem. And I think what uh, comes I mean, from me, what comes from yeah. me from all of this is you also have to recognize that these are like, when I start to realize that, and I say it all the time, like when I speak, that you know, my, my empowered self is in every email, every text message, every conversation, yeah. every, yeah. you know, voice message and everything. And the reason why I've connected um, that um, in my life is because those are life experiences and time I cannot get back. Yeah. So irrespective yes. of the fact that there's somebody on the other line, you're in this experience. Yes. So why don't you try to make it the best experience that you can make it for yourself by contributing yes. in that you know, in that unique way. And it's funny because yeah. one of the things I will be telling Gabby um, or suggesting to Gabby that we bring onto, onto this is, you know, and I can see that with rapport, like you have to use your voice first of all, but I think mm -hmm. we talk so much about, you know, use your voice. Don't, don't, don't be silent. Don't blah, blah, blah. But how often do you say, learn how to have conversations? Ah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. We talk more about using our voice, but not about how to have high conversations too. Not low vibration right. conversation, but high vibration conversation. So that's definitely a topic that has to come back because I think that that's all, <laughs> that's part of rapport building, right? Like you actually yes. need to learn how to have high conversations. But John, yeah, as always, so many amazing nuggets. People are running as they're oh, listening yeah. to this. They're walking as they're listening to this. You know, yes. maybe not driving so much, but maybe they're prepping for work, but you've really empowered them in the skin that they're in as they prepare or they, they execute on whatever it is that they're doing. And to yes. everyone that's listening, a reminder, if you want to be a guest on Empower My Skin Thriving Thursday episode, tell us what you loved about this episode. Tell yes. us how you're building rapport. Share a story so we can bring you on and talk to you yeah. or leave us something on empoweredinmyskin.com as a guest request mm -hmm. or email us at info at empoweredinmyskin.com and let us know that you want to be a guest. But yes, and also let us know if you want to be John's new pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him on LinkedIn doing some type of challenge. So John, we celebrate you. We're grateful for you. We are. Thank you, John. Thank you, Thank you very much one, for building rapport with us. One empowered word to leave the world with right now. What is it? gratitude and there you have it y'all gratitude we are grateful for john we are grateful for you Our gabby i'm grateful for you but sally this is where i have to say we're out bye bye <laughs> so there you have it i hope you are thriving and feeling empowered and thoroughly enjoyed this episode and remember whatever platform you're listening to this on Please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. 
As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome sharing energy with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.